So in order to open our hearts to that abundant goodness that the Lord desires to give, again, I just encourage you, take some time with these two questions. What if I lived living the statement, God does not exist? And then, what if I lived truly believing and living the statement, God exists? My name is Sister Fiat Marie. I'm a school sister of Christ the King from Lincoln, Nebraska. Our charism and mission is summed up in living and witnessing to the joy of Jesus' reign. This podcast will be focused on the sacrament of penance and reconciliation. To start, um, each sacrament makes present the essential of the Catholic faith, the, the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. So each of the sacraments is rooted in the charisma, that essential initial message I'm created and loved by God. Sin separates me from God. Jesus is my savior, the only way back to God. And then this reality that we have a choice. Who, who am I going to choose? Am I going to let Jesus uh, be my savior and the center of my life? Another way to summarize it would be that in the sacraments, the Lord expresses his choice for us, his desire for us. And in the sacraments, we respond. Uh, we re-choo- we choose and desire him in return. And then each sacrament brings forth this reality of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus in an essential and a unique way. Personally, after missing this for a, a long time, I'm going to propose that the sacrament of penance and reconciliation um, or we call it confession too, has a unique place in the life of the church to teach us about joy, to bring us to joy. Here's my reasoning. Confession brings us to a deep encounter with reality and truth. When we look at the truth head on, how can we not be joyful? Because here's the truth. Uh, so kind of the steps First, with going to confession, I recognize I've sinned. I've knowingly chosen to do what God has commanded me not to do, uh, what doesn't match his teachings, what goes against I'm created for. Maybe I've been unjust, uncharitable, or dismissive in my dealings with others. Maybe I've deceived myself and relied on my own reasoning and success or status to justify my sin. But now here I am. I'm ready to go. If I'm ready to go to confession, I see it. Uh, If not totally seeing my sin, at least in part, I recognize that I've sinned. I see the truth. It's truth. I've sinned. Then in this sacrament, I speak the truth. I say it out loud. I don't just let it live in me, but I bring it out into the presence of another person. And here's the biggest source of joy in this sacrament. Yes, there's the priest who who I bring it out to, but the reality is that truly we speak to Jesus. 
we confess to Jesus. The truth of this sacrament of penance and reconciliation is that we're coming to Jesus. Jesus, who his only intention is to bring us completeness, to to satisfy us. Not, mind you, satisfaction maybe in the way the world defines it as getting everything we want, but the deep satisfaction um, that we yearn for because that's how we're created. So the truth of this sacrament of coming to Jesus as sinners is a wellspring of abundant joy. Have you ever had that experience where you hit a rocky spot with someone you love, rocky spot in your relationship, and then you resolve it? It hurts for a while, but once resolved, the love and joy are deeper. There's deeper trust, deeper understanding of each other. I just have a couple of examples. One is kind of a one I've used several times explaining the sacrament of reconciliation and penance. It involves my younger brother, who I am very close to. We just he was he's over ten years younger than me, and um, yeah, kind of a a motherly relationship towards him, maybe in some ways, but. So I had just got in a car, and it was a nice one. It was a Camaro. It was black. Uh, just really a fun car. And there was a, it was just a fun experience of, like, buying my own car and my dad helping me and taking my mom on a ride, and she just thought it was cool. So a lot of joy around it. It was parked in our driveway, and my youngest brother, Will, he's riding around on a scooter. He's just zipping around, very active guy. And whenever he'd get off his scooter, he'd just like chuck it on the ground. So all the rubber is worn off the edges. And so when I pull up and park the car, this is probably the second day I had the car. I see him riding around. And so I said, we'll just be careful. I don't want my car to be scratched. And then I go inside. I was probably inside about two minutes when here comes Will crying, bawling. I'm so sorry. I scratched your car and my stomach dropped a little bit and we went outside and sure enough, down the driver's side door, there's a nice silver scratch down the black paint from basically down the whole door. And I was disappointed and I was frustrated, but by God's grace, my response to my brother was, Will, I love you more than I love that car. And that was totally God's grace because I'm not usually, I wasn't usually a patient person, but honestly, several times I've gone back to that and it so helps me understand this sacrament that God gave my heart kind of a, a glimpse into how he loves that even though he did you know, here comes my brother coming to me. I'm sorry. I did exactly what you told me not to do. And my response wasn't shaming him, but it was, I love you. That's, that's what the sacrament of reconciliation and penance is. So 
just an experience in my life where the roughness of that moment led my brother and I to a deeper joy and to a deeper love in our relationship. I've also experienced this in in community a lot with, with sisters. A time I'm thinking of specifically is I went with a sister grocery shopping and we got back and I was just tired and cranky and short and honestly emotional. I don't know. There, I guess there was just a lot going on that day. And sometimes when I'm in charge of something, like I was in charge of the food, the shopping trip, um, I, I just get really, I can get really controlling. And so I was in that mode and yeah, I was just short and, and then I was easily irritated and all of those things. And I could just tell that you know, like I was, she was feeling bad because she felt like she was making me feel bad. And I just, I didn't do anything about it. And then we were just kind of quiet for a day with each other, not really talking. And eventually I was able to kind of recognize my part in it and come up to her and, and say, I'm sorry, I was short. You didn't deserve that. You know, you know, something like that. Um, And I think it took a little, a little time to talk through but I know a fruit of that was when she like forgave me for that, when I was able to just say, here I am weak, making a mistake. And she forgave me. We definitely grew in safety with each other, you know, that I can be weak and she can still, and she still loves me. Um, and that's joy. And that's freedom. The, the fruit of truth in relationships is joy. And so the fruit of confession is joy because it's simply being truthful in our relationship with God. We simply truthfully show where we've wandered. And then God in all truthfulness reaffirms his love and desire to be close to us. This truth of the sacrament of penance and reconciliation is great joy. Now, I can't say I feel I've, I have felt this great joy every time I've gone to confession over my life. However, this root of joy has really increased in my heart since being privileged to prepare for children for this sacrament. I do feel the joy really often now. N- not in an overwhelming way, but in a really simple, steady way. I almost always come out of going to confession with awe at God's faithfulness, his faithfulness to bring fullness and joy to my heart. And I really do attribute it to working with children. Uh, There's a, a part in the gospels when Jesus says to the disciples, turn and become like children. I think children feel the joy of this sacrament. Yes, I've seen a lot of children like skip out of the confessional but I'm talking about a different joy. I've, I've seen a deeper joy in like our preparation together. And then afterward, when they're reflecting on it, they're just so attracted to Jesus's care, to his faithfulness, to his strength, to his sacrifice for them. I think because they're little. And so they, they're attracted to those things. I've currently been doing some training uh, for catechesis and I've been, I read a book that kind of shared some children's reflections. So they were um, 
the the catechist was bringing them to the parable, to the teaching of the good shepherd that Jesus has in the gospels. And I think the question the catechist proposed after reading it and kind of doing a work with them said, what does the shepherd do with his sheep? And the responses were awesome. So simple. One was like, he takes them out and they look at the stars together. So joyful, so beautiful. Another one was like, he gives them a big smile. And then this one was my favorite and I prayed with it a lot. It's just beautiful. You know, what does the shepherd do with the sheep? And this little boy says, he leads them to a good hill and lets them roll down it. <laughs> like how, how joyful is that? So many of them, so many of the children I've worked with, they're so simple and unabashed with Jesus. So they know the joy of having a good shepherd to care and guide them. So let us turn and become like little children as we approach this sacrament. As you prepare with your child for penance and reconciliation, or even just as you prepare for your next confession, keep your eye out for joy. Ask the Holy Spirit for this fruit of joy. It can be a simple spontaneous prayer. It could be a formal prayer to the Holy Spirit that you know. I found it really helpful to pray with some of the responses of children I mentioned earlier. I mean, what would it be like for you to, to roll down the hill uh, with a good shepherd close by? Holy Spirit, we ask you for the gift of joy the abundant joy of having such a good shepherd.